Discussing the news that matters. Light Breakfast Front Page. And joining me on Front Page this morning, veteran journalist Gabe DeRosario and um, author Stephen Ung. Good morning, folks. Good, Good morning. morning. Let's take a look at this headline. Batu NGOs want Tian Chua back as MP. Calls have emerged um, for the current Batu MP, P. Prabhakaran, to step aside following a court decision to declare the disqualification of GE14 candidate Tian Chua as invalid. So um, why are these 14 NGOs adamant to get Prabhakaran to step down and make way for Tian Chua. Scave? Well, I think they're used to him and they've seen his good works before. So probably um, they want the same guy back, you know, and also because of the past where he was not allowed to run and maybe they felt that since he's okay to come back on board again, mm-hmm. why not have him since he was very effective? He's been doing well in where he's in parliament. So, you know, maybe that's why they want him to, to have this chance again to come back and, you know, Right. Okay, yeah, but Scaff, I think, Scaff, I think uh, what, what actually I read in the papers is that uh, it's not everybody in no, the correct, list. Correct, correct. Yes, yes, yes. Individuals, they say. Yeah, they say yes. individuals yeah. actually deny that they were actually supposed to be in the list. Yeah. They didn't even know about this uh, statement that was mm. that came out. Mm. So I think the, the reporter should at least do a veri- uh, verification. verification. Yes. Yeah. Do a That's t- uh, check, fact check first before they publish the article because otherwise it's very embarrassing. Right. Mm. Now, um, you know, you say that, you know, these NGOs are happy with Tin Chua and want him back. Uh, you know, allegedly, probably. Yeah. probably. Mm. But uh, wh- where does that leave uh, Prabhakaran because he's been doing a pretty good job. Oh yeah, I think... um, And he was elected. That's right, absolutely. (coughs) I think, um, you know, if people had trusted him to do the job and he, I've not heard anything that he's not done right. So he's been doing a good job. So let him continue since it's a people's choice Mm -hmm. and they've elected him into position. What are your thoughts? I I think he has been elected firstly by the people and so he should remain as one Mm. of, I mean, as the MP. I don't see any reason why Tian Chua, you know, although he has done a good job in the past, has, you know, come has to come in at this point in time, especially halfway through the uh, the term. Mm -hmm. Let Pablo Karan do his job and um, let Tian Chua train him up. You know, you never know because um, Pablo Karan can be a, a rising star as well. So I think it's time that we have to educate the voters as well that we shouldn't be used by political parties or politicians for their own political agenda. Yeah, right. Let's look at the individual and let's yeah. vote for the right person individually mm-hmm. for what they can do. Not the party. All right. Well, interesting. You should mention that. <laughs> we have a by-election coming up uh, tomorrow. Now, coming up, uh, we'll be taking a look at Tanjung Piai and the walkabout permits. Uh, yesterday, the Johor police chief said they need a permit to do the walkabouts. And then, of course, um, the uh, attorney general, Tom- Tommy Thomas, says uh, no need permits. So yeah. coming back to the whole, um, you know, you need a permit to do the walkabouts. Is this a new practice where permits are required for campaigning, these walkabouts, you know, door-to-door. What are your thoughts? Escape. The law is there, but it was never <laughs> practiced as usual. Yeah, no? For the last 16 <laughs> the generations. generations. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. So, you know, <coughs> if you look up at the Section 24B3, it's written there black and white. It's been a roller coaster, just to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose I think the AG's <coughs> decision is the, the final decision yeah. because correct, he's correct. the one who actually interprets the law. And I think there may be some overzealous... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, overzealous police chief that, you know, I, I think maybe due to due to some inexperience, uh, he may not realize that, uh, you know, you can actually do walkabouts. I think right. for the last 60 general, general elections, this has been, always been the practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Okay, <coughs> well, maybe he foresees uh, some clashes and this yes, is the reason yes. Oh, yeah, that's I what he brought up. About is that, yes, yes, that's right. His true. concern is that, yeah. yeah. It's a very, very concern as well. Is the fear of clashes and the violence that may erupt um, enough to warrant um, making everyone get a permit, a police permit to do walkabouts? Will this actually help the situation? Well, they've deployed, uh, what, 1,500 maybe about policemen there. So far, I don't see a problem. I mean, suddenly, you know, it's come up. So I don't know what's behind this. Well, I mean, there there have been uh, yeah, clashes, minor clashes, you know, very minor cl- clashes. Mm-hmm. I mean, throughout the whole Correct. of the general election, you have 222 constituencies, you know, that are campaigning at the same time, and the police were able to cope with it. Right. So there's no reason why they can't cope with one by-election, you know. So I don't think it's actually a valid uh, reason, although we are concerned as well that um, there would be clashes, but I think these are minor clashes. All right. Prime Minister Tun Dr. Mahathir Muhammad has urged the people to give the Pakatan Harpan government enough time to cure the economic disease that's plaguing the country. He said if the government was given enough time, such diseases can be eliminated or cured. We've been hearing a lot along the same lines in a lot of his speeches, uh, but it just seems that for the Tanjung Pi by-election, it's, it's even more, I don't know, more pleading. It almost sounds like if they lose Tanjung PI, you know, they will no longer be in power. I mean, this is just what it sounds like, but I'm sure that's not really the case. What are your thoughts, Gabe? It's not the end of it, you know. Yeah, not the end the of the world. Yeah, it's not the end of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a by-election. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't lose. It's not going to make any difference. Yeah, it anyway. doesn't. No, yeah. mu- not much impact in Parliament also. So. That's right, yes. <laughs> right. Then why does it seem this time around that this by-election um, is bigger than, I, I don't know, than, than all the other by-elections that we've seen and we've in the last And we've had a few. <laughs> yeah, because we've had a yeah, few. But right, this yes. one seems yes. like everyone's going down to Tanjung Piai to, 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 to talk to people and stuff. Well, I, I, think, I think any by-election for the matter, I mean, doesn't really make much difference at all. But I think um, whether they win or not, uh, it's not so much of the, whether they're going to lose the federal government, but I think it's more the reputation of Pakatan Harapan because mm-hmm. there has al- always been this um, discussion about where we are heading. When we first won the general election, when we saw the results, we were all excited about, about change. The, um, change. Yeah, yeah. 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 new Malaysia. Yeah. Yeah. We were so hungry for it. Yeah, Openness. but after one and a half mm-hmm. years, you know, mm-hmm. we are seeing uh, policies that are not really making sense, mm-hmm. you know, and. Um, I mean, I don't know about flying cars. What do you, what do you think about <laughs> flying cars? You know? um, things like that. I think it shouldn't take too there. much of priorities. You know? <laughs> right. Shouldn't yeah. take priorities. I think there could have been a lot more reforms. And I think the mm. main mi- problem that we have is the mindset mm-hmm. of the people. You know, people are not willing to change. So when people are not willing to change, no doubt you have a changed government you're not going to see a lot of difference at all. All right. Well, you yeah. know, they made a lot of promises. Oh, and, yes. uh, yeah. you know, they've allocated this and that yeah. to this and that in Tanjung Pia and in Johor. I mean, what happens if Barisan National wins? I mean, do they have to <laughs> follow through with these promises? I think they will. Well, win. they, they should will, go right? through anyway. <laughs> whether, whether BN wins or not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Keep to whatever you promise in.
No, I think huh? BN also will win. I think yeah, this, this uh, round, I think. Right. Mm. Based on the sentiments, it looks yeah, like BN has uh, an upper hand here. But what yes. would that mean for Pakatan Harpan? Should BN uh, continue know? what you're supposed to do? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Mm. But it doesn't mean that if BN wins, it means people are coming back to them. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. that. It's just people. that it's, it's a by-election. Yeah. It's, it's a by-election yeah. and people are just trying to, to show to Pakatan, hey, guys, we are serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it can happen as well in a general election. Oh yeah. sure, so yeah. I think many. I many mean, one and a half years have gone by, and people are still struggling. Mm-hmm. Yes, the economy still yeah. hasn't picked up well. And yeah. other policies, yeah, and other policies were exactly. promised to be reformed, yeah. haven't been reformed. Right. So, well, well wait. maybe this might be a wake-up call to exactly, Pakatan, maybe exactly. Yes. We hope, we hope, and it looks like PKR Youth Chief Akmal Nasrullah Muhammad Nasir um, explained why his wing chose to bar Datuk Sri Azmin Ali from attending the party's youth congress. He said for a meeting to be conducted you need a quorum. So the process has been met. So in that sense, those who do not turn up uh, for meetings um, at least have the courtesy to refer to that decision because you can just get the info from the secretary and uh, you need to attend meetings. So this was an issue, I think, in the recent past. But what is the actual issue? You know what I mean? Why can't Azmin attend the Youth Congress? Yeah, Steve? I think I think the question is uh, a very relevant question. Yeah, an invitation I mean, was given yeah, to that's him. that's right. Yes, traditionally, it has always been uh, the case where they have invited the deputy president, right? So I think to a third party from outside, when we look at it, it's like, hey, you know, what's happening? Yeah, the optics I mean, aren't good. Yes, we, we don't want to see this kind of infighting, especially when they are in government. You like it or not, uh, Azmin is still the deputy president. I mean, I'm not a, not a fan of his, but I think he should actually be given a chance to... Uh, uh, to be there, mm-hmm. you know, there may be some rumors that he wanted to become the next prime minister. Having said that, I mean he is not in the equation all, all right. the while. Okay, yeah, but it's just rumors at the end of the day. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't yes. don't bank on something that yeah. is doesn't exist. You know? Yeah, and you know, knee jerk reaction. Yeah, all. that's right. Yeah, and then everybody, people, we don't need to know what's happening in your party. Okay. Keep, keep your laundry to yourself. <laughs> well, well, you know, um, I, I remember reading an article in a Malay Daily yesterday saying that um, Azmin thought there was an invisible hand at play here, uh, mm. you know, because he was given an invitation, then it was withdrawn. Yeah. So uh, why was he given an invitation and why was it withdrawn at the last I minute? I think just by uh, history itself that they've always been invited. Mm. You know, yeah. His position has always been invited oh. to host the event. So I think it's just keeping up with what's ha- what's been happening in the past. So, you know, I don't yeah. see anything wrong with that. <laughs> Whether I you mean, like it or not, I, he, that's who he is and that's the position he holds now. Right. The Human Resources Minister, M. Kula Sigrun, says the retirement age will remain at 60 despite, uh, you know, calls for it to be increased by another five years. And um, he said this will have an impact on youth who are looking for jobs. So any changes in retirement age will have to really be looked at properly. Now, how do you think he came to this decision even though the workforce is getting older and uh, the cost of living is still quite high and uh, I don't know anyone who can retire at 60. Absolutely, I don't think anyone can unless, you know, they've saved a lot over the years. <laughs> Won the lottery or whatever. Yeah, something to that extent, yeah. It's two different levels completely. The youth are just starting off. They've mm-hmm. got no experience. 
Whereas those in their 50s and 60s, they've got loads of experience to bring to the country or to, mm. to the jobs that they have. So it's on two completely different levels that they're talking about here. So they can't actually make a comparison that the youth won't have a job because, you know, they can't move up. And I don't think that's right. the issue. How, uh, how did they come to this decision yeah. to, you know, uh, no, I, make I, the retirement age I, I, remain I at 60? I think I beg to differ because uh, from my point of view, uh, 60 is actually a nice time to retire. I mean, if you I would love to. I mean, if I have a chance to retire at 60, but I don't think I can really retire at 60. But you can always have a second career. I mean, that's how I how I did it when mm-hmm. I came out from my full time job. I mean, I started a career thinking that you know I was going to work until about seventy. Um, you can continue to be productive, yes. But at the same time, I think you have to think of the civil servants. We have about one point four six million, and a lot of the young people do not have the chance to come up if you are still there on top. I mean, these people are. Uh, very experienced. I mean, they can continue serving the country, maybe with some stipends, you know, allowances and so on to be advisors. But let the young people come up. I think that that is a rationale behind right. the, the decision. Do, do you think that um, the um, retirement age at 60 is more, I mean, when he came with this statement that this was more for the civil service? Because I know that in, in the, I know private, that in the, the private, private sector, private, yeah, yeah. you know, we, we do have a lot of senior management who sure. are, you know, yes, pretty yes. senior in very, age. Very, very senior. Well. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so this doesn't really apply to to them in the private yeah. sector? I, I, think, I think it applies mainly for the civil servants mm. yeah, because um, the private sector, people can work until they are 60. 65, 70, yeah. you know, it, it depends on how productive they are. Uh, but, I, but my point is that uh, you can retire at the age of 60, but you can mm-hmm. have a second career. Well, absolutely. You know? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I no think stopping you from I doing think that, you, yeah, seriously. I, honestly, I think you need to have a second oh, career yeah, because of exactly. yeah, yeah, yes. the high cost of yes. living. Are you prepared to retire at no. 60? <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> right. And yourself? I mean, with young children now, <laughs> I can't really retire at the age of 60. Yeah. I, I anticipate to work until I'm at least 70. It, really, the cost of living is really shot up mm-hmm. tremendously. Even That's when you right. walk around and buy food, it's really expensive. So I don't yeah. know how anyone can actually think about retirement. <laughs> well, <laughs> it used to be 150. I know. Uh, yeah, no, no longer. <laughs> On that depressing note, <laughs> <laughs> I thank you both for joining me this morning on Front Page. Oh, thank Thanks you for a lot. Thanks. Thanks for having yeah. us.